Hey guys, before we jump into this week's episode, we just want to remind you that we do have a Twitter. You can find us at EggcellentPod, all one word, all lowercase. This is the place where you guys can communicate with us whenever we're not recording. We'll also be posting behind the scenes, fan interactions, polls, and we also post whenever a new episode is out so you'll get first access. Come give us a follow. Again, that's at EggcellentPod, and we'll have a good time and eat a grilled cheese deluxe. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast, the show where we watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. Today's, uh, oh wait, I should probably mention who's on this today's episode, or is, ah, fuck me. You know what? Hi. I'm jo- <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh, your co-host. God damn it, it's been a long day. Have, wait, have we gotten a single intro right before? Uh, how many episodes are, are we? This is the Hi. fifth episode, yeah. I am your co-host, Josh, and with me... Is your other co-host, Jason. Finally, we got it. Not Fine. really. Yeah. There you go. No, 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 no. We got it, we got it, we got it. We got it. Oh, Alright, that, that never happened. Continue. That never happened. Alright, so today, for this podcast episode, we will be watching and reviewing uh, the Season 1, Episode 5, Free Cake. Free Cake. Free Cake. See, when you hear free cake, doesn't your doesn't your mind like kind of light up? Uh, I love free cake. Like exactly. food when it's free, it just it automatically tastes, tastes it tastes better, yeah. It tastes so much better. Before going into the episode, like what were your thoughts like going in, I guess? Or what did you think of the episode? I'm not sure if that's a question for the end, but um well, what I thought of it was it's free cake. I yep, thought it free was cake. okay. The title was good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know what? I think that title would pull uh, attentions. Yeah, definitely. So we open with the title sequence. And this time, it has birds. I think it was in the last episode, right? Yeah, chirps and birds. Like I said, it's the most common one. Mm-hmm. So we open in with uh, Rigby finding a a very uh, whatchamacallit. It's kind of beat up. It, it's it's a, like a beat up. I was trying to think of ancient. I almost was thinking ancient, but it's not that ancient. It's like old-ish. Rigby finds a plate. Uh, didn't he? Did he say from like the trash or the dumpster or something like that? Yeah, it's like it's a treasure from the past. And then, yeah. and he said like, and I think uh, Mordecai Roboto was saying like, you need to stop picking shit out from the trash so on this plate that rigby finds it's a picture of a dude's face and it says simon kipner godfather of the soul patch and there's a huge crack in the plate i do not get that reference so you um you say i i i thought it was a reference to something so i looked on the free cake like regular show wiki page and Hmm. it didn't mention anything about it being a reference Honestly, it kind of looks like a quarter now that I'm, for, for, well, obviously, for the viewers, um, the plate looks like a quarter. A ginormous plate, or it's a plate that looks like a quarter. U.S. quarter. There's, like, a face on it, and then there's, like, words at the top and the bottom. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess part of it is cracked, or it's chipped off. Yeah. Also, um, apparently when... When the scene opens and Rigby comes in, Mordecai was just sitting at the kitchen table by himself with a huge pot of coffee. 
And we all know how that turned out last time. Yeah. Well, at least it's not the from the coffee beans tits. <laughs> I was about to say, like, at least he's not drinking it from the coffee beans titties. Yeah, that's good. So Mordecai was like, yeah, you have to start, uh, or you have to stop pulling stuff out of the trash. It's unnatural. And then uh, Mordecai, uh, although he says that, he's like, it is a pretty sweet plate, though. <laughs> and then uh, Mordecai suggests that uh, they should eat chocolate cake on the plate. Yeah, Rigby's like, we should, you know what we should do with this plate? We should put some food on it, because, oh, here's us not knowing what to do with plates. But <laughs> I get, that's like the funny writing to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so Mordecai suggests we should put chocolate cake. So then they cut to the grocery store where they uh, try to, or where they find cake mix, and they they somehow don't have enough money to buy cake mix, which is a buck fifty in the show. Yeah. I, uh, I pause. I like when they're just describing the cake mix. They're like, yo, got this cake mix. Just add water, do this and that. Then I had a note. They... They say, pull that greasy pig out. Mm-hmm. Greasy pig. Cakes aren't greasy, exactly. Oh, well, mm, actually. They're like... They're No, they're not greasy. You're right. But they are kind of like messy almost. Oh, they are messy. Yeah. So I I work at a cupcake shop where... So cupcakes, cakes, pretty much the same thing. But it's same okay. stuff in it, you know? And I uh, whenever I'm like washing like our frosting bins out... I wear like them latex gloves, right? And if I get frosting on my glove, it gets it feels greasy. So I guess that that's yeah. my what he was saying. Oh uh, wait, shit! That was another thing I wanted to point out. Um, no, I said the buck fifty thing where I. Well, that's one thing. How could they not afford a buck fifty of cake mix? They can't even afford a dollar fifty, and then when when they find out that it costs that much. They Dude, that's go, ridiculous. they're like, oh. Oh, yeah, now I remember what I was going to say. You don't just add water to cake mix. You put, like, m- you put like milk or eggs or something. Milk, eggs, flour, a bunch of stuff. Flour, exactly. That's, oh, God. Yeah, I so, mean, the show is, you know, simplifying it, but still. Because if they can't afford the cake mix, they obviously can't afford all the other stuff that goes with it. I mean, they could get it from the kitchen. True, uh, yeah, true. Boop. They have that stuff there. Yeah. Um, and then, so they walk off after saying, oh, and then Rigby's like, oh, I told you cake mix is too expensive. Expensive <laughs> my ass. $1.50, so that just kind of proves how broke these guys are. Even though mm-hmm. they, I don't know, they get free housing at their job. They work from the looks of it, like, pretty much every single day. They do have yeah. great, like, off days, but still, they work... They work enough to be able to afford a dollar fifty a freaking cake mix. <laughs> exactly, unless they're spending it on something else. Yeah. Um, they're spending it on crack. Yeah. On the crack. drugs. I wanted to say something. Um, the fact that Mordecai said, back to when Mordecai called or said that Rigby's trash, digging or whatever is unnatural. I wrote down Rigby picks stuff out from the trash because he's a raccoon. That's I true. I thought it was ironic. He is a raccoon. Oh, so that there was a episode like later, later on. I think it was the diary episode where Rigby admits that he ate food out of the trash, and uh, of course, yeah. So <laughs> he he looks at the trash. He's he's just a raccoon. Maybe that mm-hmm. could also explain why he's messy. Like his side of the room is messy and stuff. Oh yeah, you're right. But oh, wait, it all makes sense now. Wait, if 
Wouldn't that mean Mordecai is able to fly? See, well, the thing is, I, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode where J.G. Quintel said in an interview, like, yeah, like, they're obviously, like, raccoons and blue jays, but other than that, they're just people. So that makes sense, right? Because he just wanted to throw a little bit of, like, funness into the show. But at the same time, he had to throw at least some components of, like, what animals they are. So I guess that shows in Rigby's messiness. But are blue jays clean? Um, they, they're, they're kind of like sleek birds, I guess. I don't know. They're cleaner than raccoons. Yeah, but how can they be sleek if Mordecai can't even get a girlfriend, like a proper girlfriend? That's true. That's funny. Exactly. He's not, okay, anyway, we should move on. So they're taken through, uh, like a montage of them trying to get cake. First one is a wedding when they a try wedding to banquet. get in. Yeah. Next, next is a, the free store, which apparently is a thing. They can't even... <laughs> they can't even get cake mix at the free store. And then every single time they, like, are told that they can't have the cake mix, they do the... Oh, which uh-huh. is a... It's an ongoing thing throughout this episode, which is funny. Because... I, I, I don't know. Maybe, like, this episode needed its own, like, little funny part of it. Because they don't say, they don't groan like this in any other episode except this one. I was gonna, I wrote down on my notes, I was, I wrote down trying to make uh, a thing, question mark. Uh, well, I actually noticed that there's not any O's and hmms in this episode, so I guess that's kind of a, what we will discuss in lunchtime. But uh, yeah. there were a bunch of uhs, so for fun, I counted how many uhs were in here. Huh, okay. Bug, have fun with that. Yeah, well, I think this is actually the only time they say it, so they kind of get it, like, get it out of the way early on in the episode. They said, uh, 12 times. Really? Yeah, 12 times. And, um, most of them were at the, at the free store when they just go back and forth, which is another uh. funny part. I like how, um, we're, I guess we'll put in the sound bite right here. <laughs> say uh to each other just back and forth and just looking at each other and groaning and it more so turns into like oh who's gonna finish it off and they i think that's pretty funny so mordecai and rigby are in the kitchen trying to figure out new ways of getting cake so and then they uh and then rigby gets the idea to asking uh benson for a cake from the snack bar but they can't because um you can only you're only allowed free cake if it's your birthday. But who's to say that it's not Rigby's or Mordecai's birthday, right? Yeah, that's what so, they say. <laughs> I I actually enjoy that kind of aspect of uh, comedy and TV shows is where like two people say one thing and then it just quickly cuts to a person saying the complete opposite. I don't know why that I find that hilarious. It's kind of like that scene in like like that typical scene in a movie where he's like, there's no way I'm going to that party next shot at the party. Exactly. Stuff like that. (laughs) I mean, the way it's, I think it's easily delivered. Mm -hmm. I think that's why it's mostly used. Yeah. Or it's easy to to deliver the joke. Yeah, and it's easy, it makes for an easy transition, and you also get like a comedic kick out of it at the same Mm -hmm. time. You know, that's actually smart. Why don't we ever do that for skit? 
never mind. That's a that's a conversation for another day. Uh, were you gonna say your other point, or should we move on? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm good. Okay, one forty six. Ready? Yep. And go. So, Mordecai and Rigby, after they find out they can't get a cake, they're like, "No cake, no cake." Which is a. This is also another thing that keeps coming in this episode is that they say free cake, free cake. Something happens. Yep. No cake, did, no cake. Did you count the free, the times they said free cake? Uh, I actually did not for whatever reason. Hmm. Eh, well. Yeah, so they kind of go back and forth saying free cake and no cake throughout this scene. Uh, Benson says, uh, like, hey, it's neither one of your birthdays. They say no cake. Pops is like, it is Skips' birthday. Free cake. Benson says, but he's very private, private about it. No cake, you know? Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Pops also mentions that uh, every year on Skips' birthday that he secludes himself in the woods. In the woods? Hmm. Yeah. Well, we won't find out why he celebrates it, his birthday in the woods until much later on. Right. So, yeah. it, it had already been established throughout like the, the entire series so far that Skips was kind of mysterious, especially mm-hmm. with him like jumping in the bushes in that one episode. Yeah. So, all we know about him is that he's kind of like mysterious yeah. and just the fact of hearing that he secludes himself in the woods every year on his birthday it only like entices it more mm-hmm. and so Benson then says come to think of it we've never actually thrown a birthday party for Skips and because Skips is immortal which we find out in this episode we're gonna get to that later that made me think like wait so Skips has lived for, like, ever, and he's never been thrown, like, a surprise party. Even even in his youth, I don't... They never threw him a birthday party? Maybe maybe a birthday party, but maybe not a surprise party, I guess. Uh, yeah. Mordecai, what Mordecai is saying is that, like, at the park alone, mm, they've never yeah. thrown him a party. Maybe outside of the park he's been thrown a party, but not at the park. Yeah. So... Mordecai and Rigby convinced Benson being like, hey, if we could throw Skips at a surprise party, can we have cake? Or I'm not sure, do they say that to him? Yeah, yeah, no, they said, yeah, if you can get them, if you can get Skips on board, you can have cake. Yeah, so so that's their plan. And they're back in the kitchen, pause, they're back in the kitchen wondering how exactly can we get Skips to go to this birthday party? And what does Rigby suggest at first? Oh, Rigby suggests that they kidnap him with a van. And it, and it cuts cu- to the scene, yeah. It cuts to the scene of Mordecai and Rigby carrying Skips into the back of a van. Blindfolded, which is hilarious. Blindfolded. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah, speaking of it, uh, that scene, um, so there's two things I want to say. One, okay. I wrote down Rigby might be a future kidnapper. True. I don't know, because, because that's where his thought process is at the moment. Mm-hmm. Second, uh, if if you're watching the episode or you're, yeah, if you're watching the episode, you can hear Skips like his his voice is muffled, but in the shot he's not wearing anything that's covering his mouth. His mouth is com- is completely closed, and oh, the only true. thing is covered is is his eyes. Yeah, so his eyes are covered and his legs and feet are tied back, exactly. but. Why is he, the subtitles say grunting. Why is he, like, muffled in his voice if there's nothing on, if he, like, on it, his face? 
Yeah, like tape or anything. Right. Because <laughs> if I were Skips, like, if my mouth was open, you know that I'd be screaming my ass off. Oh. And, like, someone help me. Or if, I, or if I'm Skips, you know, because I'm a Yeti, I can beat the shit out of a, a raccoon and a blue jay easily. True. I like how in the little scene where they throw him in the back of the van, they're just both smiling <laughs> as they throw him into the van. That's hilarious. Uh, because they're so proud of them themselves, wouldn't you? I mean, they just want the cake. You know, that's 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 the yeah, thing about so. this whole episode. They're only doing everything because they want the cake. They just want cake. So, yeah, of course, Mordecai's like, dude, no, that's kidnapping. We cannot do that. Um, Rigby... Rigby said, like, well, we can't just tell Skips to go to the party because then, like, uh, like, what's the fun in that? But then he suggests, they come, like, They come up with, yeah, they suggest they uh, do, like, a surprise birthday party so they can both uh, get Skips at a birthday party and get free cake at the same time. Yeah, because you can't say no to a surprise party, of uh, course. So... And then they start celebrating with by saying free cake. Yeah, so, pause... Mm-hmm. While you cannot say, like, they have a good plan now. Like, you can't say no to a surprise party, but now their challenge, is, their challenge changes to getting skips at this place at this time. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so they go to skips, who's working on one of the golf carts in front of his house. Oh, and, I would love to drive those. Yeah. I've driven a golf cart before. Lucky. Um. Yeah, it's super fun. But Skip says, like, no, I don't want to hang out with you guys at 8 o'clock tonight. Which is oddly specific. So, because it's his birthday, if I were Skip's and someone said, and it was my birthday, and someone came up to me being like, hey, you should show up here at 8 o'clock tonight. Like, I'd probably put it together that someone was throwing me a surprise birthday party. Only because it was my birthday, you know? Yeah, if I knew it was my birthday and someone wanted to hang out with me at this specific time, then I would just put two and two together and be like, mm, what are you up to, sir? Yeah, or maybe it's not like a surprise birthday party, but like, and I, I don't want it to make it seem like I'm like full of myself being like, oh my gosh, they're telling me to show up at this time to my birthday. It's totally surprise, but like, what else would it be, you know? True. Uh, so Skips says no. And then he goes into his garage, and they're like, oh, so now what do we do? And then Rigby's like, I know. We'll just lie to Benson and get the cake first and figure out the skips part later. And Mordecai's like, mm-hmm. hmm, hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, he shit. He said, hmm, hmm. I thought, he, I thought there were zero of them. Huh. Wait, wait. Are you still playing right now? I, I'm at 356. I just paused. Okay, cool. Me too. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I have to change my notes for lunchtime. Because, did we both miss that hmm? I think so, because I completely disregarded that. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Okay, well, so he does say hmm in this episode, apparently. I thought it was zero. I guess, I guess it was, I guess there's one. Alright. Alright. That's good. So, yeah, Mordecai says hmm and says, sounds like a cake-worthy idea to me. And then they chant with free cake, free cake. Free cake. So then uh, Mordecai and Rigby go up to Benson, and then he they tell the tell him that they convince uh, Skips for the birthday party, but it's a surprise, so they so they can't tell him about it. Mm-hmm. 
And then Benson is oddly suspicious about it, but he just rubs it off and gives uh, Mordecai and Rigby the keys to the snack bar to get the cake. Yeah, and, he's a then, little suspicious, but he gives them the key. Yeah, and he warns them, like, if you're lying, they're, they're going to be on dish duty for the next month. Right. Um, I had a note about this scene. It's <clears> just, like, a small design flaw. Hmm. Um, at four minutes and six seconds, Mordecai's face looks kind of weird. Let me see. Hold on. Four, 406, you said? Yeah, 406. 405, 406-ish. Um, it's fi- Ew! Yeah, I think what's wrong with it is that the right part of his face is showing, like, the little white part. Uh-huh. Usually, his eyes and his beak just, like, block off that side, but yeah, he looks kind of fat like that. That's what I'm saying, like, I think it's showing the perspective of how Benson is looking at them. Yeah, true. But... And he also- Oh, yeah, and I just realized, uh, when Mordecai puts up, or says 8 o'clock, he puts up all of his, uh, fingers, I guess. Oh, because he has four fingers on each hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, he really um, does look fat. Yeah, but as for his face, when he punches Rigby at, like, what is it, 414, his, for a split second, his <laughs> face goes back to normal. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, I paused on it. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, just funny. a weird little design flaw, but it's cool. Uh, Again, okay. season one. Season one, but so that little details like that—that's funny. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, Mordecai and Rigby run off after getting the keys, as Benson says. Again, like if you're lying, you're gonna be on dish duty. They rush to the snack bar, and I had another note. Mm-hmm. Again, about the animation, at four minutes and twenty-eight seconds. You could see that little, that little common thing that you see in a lot of cartoons, older cartoons. That um, the notice how the only set of tables and chairs that are animated in are the ones that they're running past. You know. Yeah. Wait. What? Let me see. I mean, I kind of noticed that, but I didn't. Oh shit! Yeah. Why? Why is that? Well, it's just because they're running past it, and they have to like put moving characters by it. Um, True. So what I think it is is. The part, like, this whole entire storyboard, whatever is, like, blurry is, like, a pre-written, like, like backdrop. Yeah. And and they drew this backdrop without Mordecai and Rigby and those two sets of tables and chairs. And then when they animated it in, they added those four components. And that's why it looks different. Uh, I feel like you often see that in shows like Spongebob and Scooby-Doo, the older ones. Oh, yeah, because... Uh, most of the time, those background things aren't really the main a- main attention for the show or for the scene that's needed. Like, the one I can basically think of off the top of my head is, like, any Krusty Krab scene. That's that's true, yeah. Um, I remember there was this one Scooby-Doo episode where the gang uh, needed to walk through, like, a set. They had to choose between three different doors to walk through. I think it was doors or maybe it was closets or something. And and I was like, oh, I wonder which one they have to walk through. It's not like one of them looks completely different than the others because they have to walk and animate through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the one. Ooh. Hello, why is there? Oh, Hello. Hello. Oh, do you okay. hear? Do you hear people? No, no, no. There's like cops in front of my place. Oh. Oh, there's cops in front of your place. See what's going on. 
okay, what what's going on at my place is that my roommates are talking right outside my door, so I thought you were hearing that. But th- yours is more interesting. What, cops? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see a uh, police siren. Ooh. Huh. Um, oh, um, I actually, where my dorm is, I live right down the street of a hospital, and there's always, like, an ambulance going by here. I'm surprised that hasn't happened during recording. You know, I'm not... Honestly, I'm not surprised that the police are around my place. Because I'm pretty sure it's happened every other time. Um, Anyways, moving. Real quick. Mm-hmm. One time, uh, I think it was at like like midnight or 1 a.m. Um, the house that I used to live in, the one that we filmed a lot of videos in. Yeah. Um, one time, I there was like a ton of cop cars outside um, on the on my street. And then I was kind of like listening through the window and I heard a police officer say like, get the fuck on the ground. And then I was like, holy shit, what the hell is going on? Did you ever find out what happened? I never found out what happened, but... Did you ask your mom? Um, I, I don't know. Like... I'm, I'm pretty sure she would have known because uh, there was an incident. Wow, this just downward spiraled into police talk. Anyways, um... <laughs> So, I, this past October, there was a drive-by shooting in front of my house. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, and then after the fact, or like an hour or two later, uh, the police like went around everyone's houses letting them know, like, yeah, that was a shooting. Holy shit. So, if you have any information, like, let us know. And I'm just like... I don't fucking know anything. All I heard was shots, and I didn't know what to do. Um, see, the the listeners are gonna, when I tell my next story, they're probably gonna think, like, where the hell do you guys live? Because... We live in the a, hood. Yeah, there was also a drive-by shooting in my oh. old neighborhood. Oh, my the, goodness. The same wait, wait, house the w- that the other incident happened with. Really? Yeah, this one was down the corner, um... Apparently what happened is I believe there was like a, there was a registered sex offender that had like fleed some scene. What the hell? And they fleed like with the car and then they like camped out at a house. uh, I I think it was their house. That was just at the end of my street. And um, there was, there was like shootings that were happening there. And um, so every time I like drove past afterwards, I just... I think I saw the decimated garage door. So, yeah. Do we live in a weird world? Yep. Well, I moved out of the house now, so that's good. I haven't, so... Oh, great. We should get back to the episode. We probably should. All right, so where are you at, so where are you at right now? Uh, I'm at 428. Um, so, the volume is off at this part. They're running into the snack bar. The volume is off when we're watching it, but the background music that's playing when they get the cake, I wrote that it kind of sounds like Ode to Joy. It does. Of it it yeah. does sound like Ode to Joy. I, I remember yeah. that. Um, so they grab the cake that they've been looking for, and Rigby, of course, like, wants to eat it right away, but Mordecai's like, dude, no, we have to get skips. Like, you want to be a duty? And then Rigby's just like, you know what? Fuck it. This duty it is. I want to eat the cake. Right. Um, they're walking through the woods, and you could see that 
Rigby is holding the cake under his arm sideways. God damn it! I hated that. I mo- I wrote a note about it. Like, why is why is Rigby holding the cake like that? He just ruined it. He most definitely like smudged it all over the the plastic packaging. Oh yeah, definitely. And that was literally the gripe of the episode for me. Yeah. So after um, they have their little scene in the forest where they're looking for him, but they can't find him. It um, it. The scene cuts back to the park at Skips' house. Um, of course, Skips is not there, but we see Pops, Benson, Fives, and Muscle Man at Skips' house, and it's all nice and decorated. Benson says, all right, hit the lights. It's almost 8 p.m. We should be expecting Skips soon. So the screen goes dark, and then what happens? <laughs> and then Muscle Man, then you hear an unzip noise, and Muscle Man says, like, woo, Skips is going to be so surprised when he sees all of us naked. And then Benson responds, it's not that kind of party, Muscle Man. And then Muscle Man just puts back on his clothes saying, no one turned on the lights. He's like, oh, don't turn on the lights. So hold on. <laughs> what kind of party has... So I, I mean, we would expect this kind of stuff from Muscle Man because like, he's the one that did it. But yeah. what kind of parties have Benson been going to for him to say it's not that kind of party? I, obviously, yeah, obviously he had have to have been to one before to like know that, you know? I think that Muscle Man and Benson have worked together for a long time, obviously. But I'm pretty sure they've been to probably the same amount of parties together. Yeah. And I'm sure one of those parties was a naked one. Well, I mean, well... Muscle Man wears clothes and Benson does not. I oh, by the way, we talked the other time about what animal is Muscle Man, and we thought like he was like a pig or something. Did um, you look it up? I looked up on the regular show wiki that he is indeed a human. What? Which that surprised me. So, what? So maybe that's why green. he wears. Yeah, maybe that's why he wears clothes, because he is indeed a human, I guess. But um, we've seen him naked before. Or, no, not yet. We, <laughs> he's appeared naked in regular show, but his, his stomach fat covers up his junk. Of course. As yeah. as most cartoon fat, or fat cartoon characters are, like Peter Griffin. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's kind of like that thing. Which is why they can get away with uh, nudity. Sometimes. But even if his stomach covers up his junk, it it'll still it's still obvious that he's naked. So maybe that's why they just throw some clothes on him. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! I just got an image of Muscle Man naked. Oh no! Uh, one time back in the day, I oh, I think I was like in seventh grade. My poor seventh grader eyes. Um, I was I was into drawing at that time. And um, I wanted to. I was draw. I wanted to draw every single character from regular show. So when I was working on Muscle Man and Fives, I looked up Muscle Man and High Five Ghost drawing on Google Images, and an image from Rule Thirty Four popped up. I'm looking it up now. Hold on. No, do not look it up. No, I'll I go on incognito mode. I'll do it right well, now. Well, I'm. I'm not sure if you're even gonna find the same image that I found, but you're gonna find something. Well, we'll see. What, what was it? Actually, Muscle Man. To hell with it. I'm going to look it up again, too. Ah, shit! I spelled Uh, muscle wrong. I mean, for context, High Five Ghost only has one hand that's just, like, at the top of his head, so 
One hand can hold one thing. You know what I mean? His wiener. Ugh, oh yeah, for, I hate it. oh yeah, for you, for the audio listeners, uh, don't do what we're doing. Do not look up regular show on Rule Thirty Four, please. Uh, come on. And and now it's super quiet, and the viewers are just like, "What is going on over there?" Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yo, Rigby is packing it. What the hell? Oh my god. Oh my goodness. What the fuck? Yo, what's going on with Thomas? Holy shit. Thomas. Starla, what the hell? Oh my gosh, I'm getting a bent up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh my god, I, I see Muscle Man, or at least Starla. No, it's Muscle Man. Okay. We're, we're getting sidetracked. We should go back to the episode. This I'm so is sorry, fucking guys. disgusting. No. What have we turned into? What did your okay, story put, turn back into? Put your phone down and let's okay. get back to the episode. I'm putting my... I'm at 520, 525. 525, okay. Okay, so we cut back to Mordecai and Rigby in the woods, and they're still trying to find Skip's... Uh, Rigby's getting impatient. He wants to eat the cake already, but Mordecai's like, no, we're gonna find Skips. And then they start fighting over, and like, the cake. Rig- uh, Mordecai runs yeah. off. Rigby chases after him. And then the cake falls out of uh, Mordecai's hands, and but Rigby catches it. But the- And it's clearly smudged. Oh, now. yeah, dude. That bothers me as well. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden, they hear some Aztec ritual coming from the distance, and then... Uh, Rigby's like, huh, you know what, when you hear Aztec ritual noises, you, you, uh, typically turn the other way. And then... But Mordecai's being like a white girl in a horror movie and wants to go check it out. Oh yeah, definitely. So then they find Skips, uh, doing a little ritual around some blue fire, which is pretty cool. But then Rigby interrupts it, and Skips is like, what are you doing, what are you doing here? Um... And when Rigby grabs Skips' leg to, like, be like, hey, you're coming with us, the fire goes out, and then Skips is like, you fools, do you have any idea what you just did? Uh, out in the sky, a flying car comes down, and when it comes down to the ground, we get a new character. A new character from, like, it? a long-ass time ago. His name is Gary. He has um, stars for eyes. He wears a headband. And uh, he wears heels. I needed to mention that. He wears heels. He wears uh, heels, and he kind of... He's kind of... I wrote down that he's kind of, like, feminine, and he's very fashionista-like, because how he, like, kind of leans on one hip. Puts himself out there. Yeah, he leans on one hip when he stands up. Yeah. You know? There's another word for uh, feminine. It's uh, flamboyant. Learned that in college. Flamboyant, that's the word. Yeah, he's, like, feisty, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Gary's like, yeah, Skips, you're coming with me. You you did not complete the ritual. And then, so then that's where they go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Gary, though, like, I guess the the animators and writers wanted the viewers to know that Gary's not exactly the bad guy. So that's, maybe that's why they made Gary say, like, hey, I'm just doing my job. I'm just the chauffeur. Mm-hmm. And as Gary and Skips take off, Mordecai is like, dude, we just screwed over Skips. Um, and then Rigby, <laughs> Rigby's like, 
you we screwed over skips we screwed over ourselves and now we don't have a cake to eat um and mordica's like would you forget about the cake until they jump in the back of the flying car so then they travel to another another like dimension or wherever in space and then they see like five space babies Mordecai and Rigby are like, what the... And then we're shown five floating big babies. They kind of look like the uh, the little Buddha statue they, that you see at like Chinese restaurants. They do. They do. That didn't come to mind, but they do look like that. I, I was saying, like, I find it bizarre that out of every anything, they choose, spa- or they choose space babies or giant babies in that manner. Yeah, I was. I wrote a note down like, "What's with the babies?" Like, maybe, maybe they chose babies because it like symbolizes Skips' eternal youth. I was. I just thought of that right now. Like, as soon as you said, I'm just like, "Yeah, babies, youth." Oh, well, the babies are known as guardians of or t- the eternal youth. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, in this scene, the they're in space, of course. And, of course, anytime the characters are in space, you get the iconic regular show background. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Everything that's, like, how space actually is, and we just see it. I mean, it is black, but you... Do you ever think we can see, like, radiance of blue and purple? Um, yeah, I believe... There's a term for that, where, like, the, those little, like, splotches of color that's in space, that's a thing. I forgot what it's called. I know that we learned about it in 8th grade mystics hmm. class, but I forgot. I'm sorry, Miss. Hmm. The one who people thought did porno. Yeah, apparently she was known as like like Fire Red or something. I don't Bruh, know. Oh my god! You know what? Now that I brought, you know what? I'm gonna do something after the show. No, no. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm gonna bleep out her name, so she, that's so she's not connected to that. <laughs> so the, she probably doesn't remember us, or at least me. I, yeah, I heard she doesn't even teach out of school anymore. Eh, well, you know. Teachers didn't like her. Uh, yeah, I know that she was like, she was like that teacher, or where she was all like, uh, Happy. always trying to get the students like hyped for lessons and stuff like God, that. God, don't even get me started. I remember, I, I think we were working on fusion, and she made us do this fusion cheer. Okay, so the babies, the Guardians of Eternal Youth say, to Skips, like, Skips, you have failed to complete the spirit dance, and the trust for eternal youth has been broken. You shall shrivel into dust now and disappear, basically. And then they shoot beams at Skips all at the same time, and then he starts to age super fast. This this may be, like, a little disgusting to point out, and I don't know why I pointed this out and wrote it in my notes, but I wrote down Skips' man titties. <laughs> Oh no, I knew that's what you were going to talk about. Because, I, I mean... It, I wasn't going to say anything, but... It's not... Hey, if it's out there, it's out there. I think I just voice cracked. I mean, well, the animators put it in for a reason. It's like, hey, if you notice it, you notice exactly. it, you know? Well, to be fair, he does have packs, so... if True, if yeah, get, Skips is jacked. He's jacked. For an internal youth? Like, what age did he get that? Yeah, so I guess that he, when he was given immortal powers, he got to choose, like, his age to be forever. Oh, uh, dude, choose his, choosing his prime age? I mean, yeah, you would want to choose the age where, like, you're in the best shape, you know? Do you think we're in our prime? No. Well, me personally, no. <laughs> what? You know, I'm, curi- I'm, I'm curious as to what age typically uh, men are in their prime. 
Well, I, I've been, like, told that, like, your 20s to early 30s are, like, usually, like, your the years where you have, like, a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, this, pa- this past year, probably not so much. <laughs> COVID. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. We are in COVID times. Um, as for Skip's decomposing, that shit creeped me out as a oh, kid Oh, yeah, dude, definitely, like. It, Especially when he started to turn to dust. This show is rated TVPG. So, mm-hmm. I mean, actually, well, it kind of makes sense that they would show something like this. As long as it's not, like, blood or gory. This is just creepy. Yeah, it's, it's just, ugh, it's weird to look at. Yeah. And his hands start to break off and everything, like, and then... Uh, everything starts shriveling and then turning into dust. So, Mordecai steps in... And says, like, wait, no, 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 this is our fault. Like, we're the one that, like, we're the ones that interrupted his dance. And then the Guardians of Eternal Youth are like, oh, it's too late. He's already decomposing and stuff like that. And they keep going with the whole decomposing process. But then, um, was it Rigby, Mordecai and Rigby come up to Skips and say sorry, their final goodbyes. So then they were, they're basically saying goodbye to Skips and saying like, man, all we wanted to do was throw you a birthday party and give you some cake. So yeah. in 8.53, when they're, when it's like kind of a still shot of, not a still shot, but while he's still decomposing, mm-hmm. I'm paused on this. Yeah. Looking at him right now, he looks horrendous, like, hor- mm, I don't even know how it was. <sighs> he looks scary. Skips? Oh, gosh, yeah, he looks like he's just on the verge of skeleton right here. God, especially, like, the, decompo- the the part where they show his nose decomposing. That's the one thing I hate. Like, because I know our noses aren't, they're just, like, muscle. Oh, it's so weird, I, yeah. It just creeps me the fuck exactly. out when I was little. Mm-hmm. It still does for yeah. me, too. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't really like this episode as a kid. <laughs> so then the Guardians of Eternal Youth are like, Cake? Did somebody say cake? And then Rigby, obviously, still wanting to eat the cake. He's like, nope, there is no cake here. And then the lead guy is like, brothers, I think I smell cake. Which, pause. Yep. Which, you don't really smell cake. No you, could, you know? no, you could actually argue that you could smell cake. You could smell cake if you're, like, super close to it. But, like, if, if, if it's in a packaging and you're all the way up there, like, where the Guardians are, you're not going to smell it. But, hey, it's convenient for the plot, you know? Mm-hmm convenient for the plot oh my god can you imagine actually being able to smell packaged cake yeah that'd be pretty cool i guess i could smell the pack of twinkies that's across my room right now so mordecai is like oh you guys like cake huh like well we'll cut you a deal we'll give you the cake if you bring skips back and then rigby doesn't like it because he's still selfish just wants the cake (laughs) Yeah, Rigby's literally gonna, like, let Skips die just to get some, like... Some cake. Five minutes of satisfaction for a cake. Mm-hmm. And then, so, the Guardians of Eternal Youth huddle up, and they're like, what flavor is it? It's like, oh, it's chocolate. And then they're like, we've reached a new decision. We will restore Skips' youth in exchange for your cake. It's that easy. It's just, the, just like a lot of problems in this episode, or in this show. After they restore Skips, the babies don't even eat the cake. They just smudge it on their faces. Which then Rigby insults them for not even eating it and smudging it on their face. The babies smudging chocolate cake on their face, is that supposed to be like a, the joke that babies always smear shit all over themselves? Uh, yeah, that could be a joke. 
I mean, that could be a thing. Yeah. Oh, the cop car's gone. Oh, yeah. that's good. Anyways, but uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, that can be an argument that babies are mostly known just to put shit on their faces. I guess. Uh, well, the funny thing about yeah, the funny thing about these babies is that in this episode, it's kind of like. It, they're shown as like rather serious, mm-hmm. but it's in later episodes where we we see the more fun side to them, like when they hang out and do stuff. I think that calls for some like good character progression. Oh yeah, okay. even if they're like minor characters. But it shows like their other side rather than the yeah, serious side, mm-hmm. as well as Gary's. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh my goodness, Gary's. Which um, now that I think of it, the babies played more of a role in this episode than Gary did. Well, because yeah, he's just a chauffeur. What else was he yeah, going to play? Oh, and yeah, speaking of Gary, um, I got a message from Reddit user, let's see, Dutch followers Al. Um, he's the same guy that drew us that fan yeah. art, which, by the way, if you want to see that fan art, you could go to our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. Um, he reached out to me via Reddit saying that apparently Gary is a tribute character to David Bowie, another 80s reference. Huh? Really? Yeah, apparently. I would have never guessed that. So then they poof back into Skips's place, which where everyone uh, treats him, ha- uh, was it, happy birthday. And then Pop says, let the merrymaking commence, which I have no clue what that is. So then, right. so then Rigby comes up to Skips, apo- or they both apologize, Mordecai and Rigby both apologize to Skips. And then uh, Rigby gives him the the plate from earlier in the episode, which is which is a nice little you know callback or you know reference back to the f- beginning. Yeah, except he he like kind of tweaked it. So instead of Simon Kipner, it says like he crossed out and added letters to make it say like Skip's Godfather of Soul, which is hilarious. Godfather of Soul. Um, and then, um, and then he skips is like, oh, wow, no one's ever thrown me a surprise birthday party before, which goes back to my point earlier. No one has thrown him a surprise birthday party, and it's all of his years. You know, you would have think, you would have thought that, uh, Benson, the one, the person who is his boss, would have, you know, thought to have thrown him at least one. Well, again, we don't know it yet, but in a later episode, we see that Skips has been working here since, like, like the 1700s, oh apparently. God. Well, to be fair, Benson wasn't alive back then. Mm-hmm. So Benson's like, all right, where's the cake? And then Mordecai and Rigby is like, oh, the cake? You wanted it for this party? Um, and they're making up lies on the spot. Obviously, Benson doesn't... He could see right through that shit. And he's like, I knew I couldn't trust you two idiots. You were lucky. Pops brought a cake of his own. He brought a spare cake. <laughs> so then uh, Mordecai and Rigby cut into the cake, only to find a disappointment that the cake inside is vanilla. Which I, I mean, dude, I don't mind vanilla. I, li- I like vanilla cake. Um, yeah, well, I mean, on the outside, it looks like it's like chocolate breading, but on the inside, it's vanilla, which kind of makes it marble, you know? Uh, still, you know. Well, you work at a, you, you work at a bakery. You should know the difference. Yeah. Personally, I prefer vanilla cake over, actually, I don't know. See, that's I a hard no debate. Idea, honestly. That's a hard debate, See, which... Well, the thing is, like, I I work around, like, thousands of cupcakes every single day, and I've eaten so many of them, and I'm at the point where, like, I'm, like, I cannot eat another cupcake, because I've just, like, I've had way too many of them. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because like I feel like um people like whenever you hear that like someone works at a bakery, your first thought is like, oh wow, you must eat so many cupcakes. And I'm like, oh yeah, maybe at the beginning, but like you reach that point where it's like, all right, I don't have to eat them anymore. I've enjoyed exactly. them. Exactly. Like you have them all this if it's there constantly, you don't really need to get them all the time. The only time where I I did eat a cupcake every single day was when we had our monthly flavor in July. It was the s'mores flavor. Oh, it was so good. Wait, didn't you say they're bringing those back? Um, no, those are only for July and August. It's like those like monthly flavors that they bring yeah, you, for the season. Yeah, they're bringing them back for the for those seasons, right? Yeah, or they might have them like all year round at like other locations. Ooh. Where I'm at. Okay. Anyways, should we go to lunchtime? I think we should go to lunchtime. 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 I don't think we have to explain what lunchtime is anymore. I think they got it by now. It, okay, if you know what lunchtime is, you know what it is. If you don't, well, watch our pre or listen to our previous podcast, and you'll know. Yeah, or you'll just catch on when we go down our list now. So, uh, do you want to start off? Or actually, you know, I'll start off. Who do you think the protagonist was of this episode? The protagonist of Free Cake is Mordecai and Rigby. And, and and skips, I guess. I think skips was just skips was just there for the ride along. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I originally wrote down Mordecai and Rigby. I just added skips to the last minute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess Mordecai and Rigby. I could agree with that. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a skips centered episode, but the ones who carry us through the episode are Mordecai mm-hmm. and Rigby. True. So with every protagonist, there's an antagonist. Yes. What do you think that antagonist was? Um, I wrote down, hmm, at first I thought it was the Guardians of Eternal Youth, nah. but I realized they're not actually the ones that are, like, doing, like, it. I So then I changed the protagonist to the cake and aging. The cake and aging? Yeah, I mean, because think about it, they're, they've gone through all this trouble because of the cake, and they have to fight like skips like slowly dying you yeah know? it's kind of like the power you know you know, I well I can argue that uh throughout the entire episode or through was it half of the episode Rigby sort of became the antagonist because of his selfish demeanor of uh just wanting to cake dude he almost let skips die just for some cake that's true exactly so I would argue yours but also add Rigby in there too because of his, because he's selfish. Yeah, I could totally see that. How many O's and hmms are there in this episode? One. There is one hmm and zero O's. Dude, that okay. See, I'm, I'm glad that we watch it beforehand and then rewatch it. Because it gives it gives yeah. us like, like oh yeah, we I forgot to mention this, or I forgot to yeah, point true. out that. Uh, any adult jokes in the episode? I wrote down. Muscle Man naked in the dark. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, can can you also it's, throw in uh, mu- uh Muscle Man? Can you also throw in Skips's man titties? I mean, it's just like a small detail. Like if you catch it, you catch it. But I mean, it's there. Yeah, sure. All right. 
Uh, I feel like we're very lenient on the adult jokes. Well, I mean, if we... Okay, so... Yeah, sure, why not? Man titties. Yeah, we could count it. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, any iconic regular show moments? Uh, no. I There weren't much in this one. I would have said, like, Mordecai and Rick, even though I think they only said it for just this episode. Uh, I would argue them saying free cake. Just that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, songs. No songs. They did have, like, a rock, a guitar riff when Gary arrived, but that's not an actual song. That's just... That's just yeah, it's like background music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, our last two uh, lunchtime questions. Uh, on a scale of what? One to five? Yes. Well, on a scale of one to five, what is your memory... Sc- what's the memorability scale for this episode? Um, memorability scale for Free Cake... I put a three. I'd say I know I'm. I've been ranking these pretty high. I might mm-hmm. I might go for a three and a half, or even a four. Yeah, I guess I could see that like three and a half. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean it is it introduces to Gary and the space babies. That's what I'm gonna call them. Yeah. Um. That kind of like leads into the next question. When I kind of make like a like a tier list in my head of season one episodes, yeah, I feel we kind of talked about like death punches and how it was like kind of a weak episode. Yeah, um, I kind of see free cake as like kind of in the same boat as that. Probably. To be honest, yeah, yeah, it wasn't that long, nor was it that short. So. I I wrote a note about like just like final thoughts of this episode overall. This episode is very season one mm-hmm. and it just screams out season one to me. It wouldn't fit um, anywhere else. It it also felt kind of short, and it dragged along at the same time, that's, just like Death Punchies. Oh, yeah, that's how I felt while watching it. I'm like, okay, is it almost over, or...? I mean, because if you think of it, half of the episode is them trying to find the cake and looking for skips. More yeah. than half the episode, actually. Mm-hmm. And that, if you... Think about it. That is a long time spending like all that time and like minutes on, only for them to and it it like leads up to the super short final scene with the babies. Mm-hmm. They spent more time looking for the cake and looking for skips than they did at the actual like climax of the episode. You know. Yeah. So overall, uh, you think it's a bad one? Yep, I'm gonna have to say that free cake is a bad episode for me. Okay, through through our reviews and our breaking, I'm breaking the episode down. Yeah, I can agree with you. This was a bad episode. Damn, this is our first episode where we both think it's bad. I'm yeah. I can't argue. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of it of as good, but uh, I don't. It's not that memorable to me. Yeah, I never really watched this one too too much. Exactly. When I was little. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I don't think we have anything else to say besides, uh, if you want free cake, uh, you can buy it and make it yourself and possibly not get kidnapped by a David Bowie-esque person, David Bowie, whatever, and go, <laughs> and go you know, find yourself in space with a bunch of babies that are threatening to kill you. Right. I think that's a good note to leave off on, don't you think? Yeah, that's true, yeah. 
Um, also, we apologize for all the interruptions that we both had in this episode. We're both very busy people. Yeah, you, your girlfriend calls you and I had to go let my friends in and I'm literally just I'm gonna go into game night with them. You might hear them outside my door right now. I don't know, but yeah. Are you guys playing real quick? Uh, we might be playing uh, Exploding Kittens, some code names, and then we're gonna watch the new Tom and Jerry movie. Ah, oh, lucky bitch! Yeah, I think uh, my um, my roommate just got back with the Kane's chicken. Uh, Pat, see? Nah, 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 I can't, you know what? That's a long conversation for another day. We're, we're gonna have to have some Kane's chicken sometime. Yeah, we will. It's good. All right. Well, final remarks if you want. Again, our Twitter is at Excellent Podcast. Go interact with us there. And yeah, that's basically all I got. Uh, well, you guys know what I talked about. Don't get space babied. Don't get space babied. All right, anyways. <laughs> we'll see you in the next podcast. See you next time. <laughs>